This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. We'll be joined shortly by University of Louisville men's assistant coach Josh Jamison is going to step into the Cardinal Authority podcast with us. I talk about uh, his transition into uh, to Louisville, to the program. He's now gone from a director of ops to a bench coach, and he's out recruiting. So we'll touch base on a lot of those things uh, when he joins us here shortly. But but Jody, for speaking of Josh, I mean, it's quite a transition for him. I mean, he spent 15 years as a director of ops. Now, he did have some opportunity to recruit because of staff changes that allowed him to fill in when another guy was gone and, you know, but I mean, this is a big shift. I mean, it's a guy, he's, he's got some coaching experience, but it's been a while since he's actually been on the bench, you know, been on the road recruiting and that type of thing. So, uh, you know, it's a new day for Josh Jameis. Well, it's a different, you know, I mean, for any coach, it's just different. I mean, for Kenny Payne being an assistant, being a head coach is different. Imagine how it goes from being, not being able to go on the road really at all. I mean, a little bit, to uh, to being able to do whatever you want, go on the road all the time, and uh, and make and call your own shots. Yeah. Look, I think I, I saw Josh Jamison at Collins two weekends ago, and had a buddy of mine that saw him this weekend up in Indianapolis, and and we both said that it looks like he's having a blast. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's having a ball trying to keep up and trying to do the right thing with the you know for to get the right players and all that kind of stuff. It looks to me like he's having a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, and one thing I saw him out at Collins as well, and one of the things that struck me in watching him from the other side of the gym for a while and had a chance to chat with him as well. But, uh, you know, when you've been, uh, when you've been an assistant on the bench and you're recruiting in these gyms week in and week out, year after year after year, it almost becomes just put your logo on, go sit down and be there and talk to some other kid coaches and, and, you know, and spend the time just talking hoops with your friends in your own little section of college coaches, you know, but with Josh, I mean, when you, when you looked at him, he was taking notes, he was paying attention you could totally tell the difference between him and not all of them, but many of those guys who were just kind of leaning back in their chairs and chit-chatting with each other. Yeah. Um, and he's an ops. Look, I don't want to, I don't want to say this in disrespect ops guys and I don't want to say in disrespect him, but he's an ops guy in a basketball coach's body. And those guys, the guys who grow up and, 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 cut their teeth on being kind of an ops kind of guy. Well, those guys are always more of what we call grinders out on the road. And, you know, I, I think Josh is going to be a grinder. You know, this week, the NBA Top 100 camp, maybe a Players Association Top 100 camp in Orlando. I would expect he's one of the first in the gym and one of the last out of the gym. That's just, I, I, that's just what I expect from him. You yeah. know, I, I expect him to be, you know, Mike Pegram is uh, pegs.com, the, the publisher and, those guys, we always joke around about, uh, you know, back in the day when we used to go to Vegas and everything was in Vegas, you knew who the grinders were because they were in the, you know, El Dorado gym, which is 10 miles off the strip at nine o'clock and it's still 110 degrees outside and there's only two coaches in the gym and it's two guys grinding away. And you know what? 
those guys more oftentimes than not find a really good player at those type of events and those type of things. And that's what I see in Josh James. You know, and that's a good point to going back to the Collins event. I mean, that's an event where it was held at uh, Collins high school. It was held at the really impressive middle school, basically in its backyard, but also at a church 15 minutes away at another, they had four different locations and uh, you mentioned how he gets there early when the coaches could arrive. The, the clock started at noon. He walked in that gym at noon and he was there until the end of the day, except a couple times when he made the 15 minute journey over to the church to, to see somebody that he wanted to see and then made the, the journey back or went over to the middle school to come back. And not all coaches do that. You know, they'll stay at the main school where the food is and, and most of their friends are and not to slight other coaches, but uh, you know, it, it's impressive to see, you know, how he's jumped in with both feet. Um, you know, and again, I'm looking forward to talking to him, to him about it as well. And, um, you know, it's, it's been not just for him, but for the entire staff, a busy recruiting period. I mean, there's obviously, as we know, uh, there's been multiple events in Indianapolis and there's been, well, the one here in Louisville coaches couldn't go to, but, you know, down South as well. I mean, out West in the middle, I mean, it's your normal AAU season and Louisville's tried to be represented at every single one of those. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it look at, it- it's your normal AAU season and it hadn't even started yet. It doesn't start. Yeah. It really doesn't start in earnest until, uh, until next week on, uh, on July the 6th, when everybody goes out live for the month, but uh, they've done a good job um, of getting their name out there, of getting their people out there and of being guys that are in front and center of play, player, the players that they know that they wanted them to know that they're recruiting them they know that they're recruiting him. It doesn't matter if Josh Jamison's there, if Danny Manning's there, if Nolan Smith is there, if Kenny Payne is there, it, it you know, it, they know they're recruiting them and, and the pitch is not going to change. So uh, it's, a, it's been a good start so far. Now let's see uh, what they can do. NBA top 100 camp this week, they'll uncover some other players. And then July is when it really is the important part. Not that the others aren't, but July is the big, is the big rush. And of course, as you mentioned on the premium board today, Nolan Smith going to be heading overseas uh, to Spain for the FIBA World Championships, uh, you know, to basically, you know, watch DJ Wagner continue to perform as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of other, you know, Carter Knox is there and there's a lot of other players that are there as well. So it's not just DJ. It's very nice to be able to go see DJ every game and be there with him the entire time. Um, But it is a, uh, uh, it's a big time thing for them to uh, to be able to do that, to be able to show DJ that they love the love that they uh, are going to show him and go on, a, you know, there. There will be a ton of other coaches there for other guys, uh, but Louisville mainly there for DJ, but we'll get a look at Carter Knox and, and again, some other players as well. And of course, we'll have, you know, coverage, you know, whatever happens in Spain, we'll try to provide that uh, information as well. As, you, as Jody, as you mentioned, the NBA Players Association Top 100 kicking off in Orlando. There'll be plenty of news coming out of South, out of Central Florida, I should say, as well. So just like we've been covering EYBL, the three SSB out at Collins with for the Kentucky High School Showcase, um, you, you'll be able to find it all here at Cardinal Authority, um, and should be exciting. You know, everybody's, you know, Jody, I know I'm anxious to, you know, to start hearing somebody say. I'm going to commit to Louisville. I mean, we're all anxious and waiting for that, and that, that moment will come. But uh, we're going to continue to cover it until it does come and, and then beyond. Yeah, and it definitely will. Now, Michael, um, we're happy to be joined, though, by uh, – you had a great conversation. You have a great conversation with Josh Jamison, the University of Louisville assistant coach. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Excited to bring in our guest here on the Cardscast, new University of Louisville assistant Josh Jamison, joining us here on the Cardinal Authority podcast. And Josh, I guess today, you know, I was looking up, you know, how long you've been here on campus in the city, and it looks like, is today the two-month anniversary for you? Basically, it is, Michael. It's a pleasure to join you. Yes, uh, the press conference, I think, was two months ago today or uh, somewhere approximately. So how's that? Uh, the obviously you were in Oregon for a long time. Obviously worked for the Ducks for for 15 years. Um, you know, Oregon was your home for much longer than that. How's it uh, going from Oregon to Kentucky and into the city of Louisville? It's really been a wonderful transition. The people here are fantastic. My wife and I have had a, a very good experience. We've been welcomed uh, with open arms, it seems, and so we're very very excited to be part of this. As I mentioned, you were in Oregon for 15 years, director of uh, basketball operations for 14 of those, became the executive director last year. Um, I, I guess a quick overview, uh, what all, I, I, that's got to be a hat that covers many things. What were kind of some of the, the responsibilities you had there as director of ops at Oregon? Yes, it certainly was a wide encompassing position. Uh, basically, if you think of the head coach as a CEO, I think you would think about the executive director, uh, especially in the position I was in by the end there as the COO, the chief operating officer, making sure that uh, the head coach, Coach Dana Altman, could operate at his highest level and focus on the things that he wanted to focus on, uh, primarily on the court. So that's what my purpose was. uh, And that was everything from uh, budgeting, from academics, uh, all sorts of communication between the administration, uh, even overseeing some of the on-campus recruiting functions and coordinating some of the activities of the other assistants. Uh, And then, you know, various aspects of player development. Pretty much if it wasn't uh, on-the-court coaching, uh, I had a hand in it. And of course, you met uh, Kenny Payne. You really built a relationship with Kenny Payne when he was out there. He was uh, on that side on the bench with the Ducks from 2004 to 2009. How did that uh, relationship really start to to blossom and flourish between you two? Well, so I returned to Oregon in 2007. Uh, I had just left in 2003 to take an assistant coaching position at University of Portland. I stayed there for a couple of years. Returned to my high school alma mater and coached for a couple of years. In 2007, Ernie Kent asked me to come back. Uh, At that time, I had already gotten to meet Kenny and have some conversations. Uh, They were recruiting Kyle Singler, who was one of the players I had at my high school uh, where I was coaching. And we had gotten to know each other through that. And then once we were together on campus for those three seasons, it was clear that our philosophies matched up very well, uh, our desire to see the the young men reached their goals and their dreams uh, really lined up. And so that began a long relationship. And while we only worked 
uh, closely together for three years. Uh, we maintain that relationship with very regular conversation and interaction and had opportunities to, to visit him and spend some time with him in Lexington and just uh, stay very closely in touch. Uh, and so it just continued to develop from there. And then obviously to make the long story short, you know, he calls you and, and entices you to, to come to Louisville and join his staff. Now that you're leaving from the director of ops position to a, a bench position, well, you know, what's your thoughts there? Obviously that's a, that's a whole different change in, in responsibilities and things that you'll be doing. It, it certainly is. And I greatly appreciated uh, coach Payne's ability to see that I could make that transition easily and seamlessly. Uh, it certainly is something new in a sense at the same time, just because of the amount of time I've spent. And I did fill in a couple times on the road in situations where we lost staff members uh, at one period of time, spent an entire summer out on the road. So the recruiting piece of it was nothing major and significant. And you know, the basketball side of it, I, we went all the way to the limits of what we could at Oregon with what the, the job allowed. And so I had a hand in as much basketball as I could from that perspective, attended every practice, attended every workout. So certainly it was not uh, a far stretch to then find myself now in a more active on court role. Yeah, and as you mentioned, you've been on court before. You, and what's what's your mindset knowing that hey, I'm going to be back on the bench and participating in game decisions and things like that? I mean, I imagine it's got to be pretty exciting to know uh, that role that's coming up for you. It certainly does, and you know, I had great relationships with our players at Oregon, and it was really comforting to hear from so many of them that have had said, Hey, it's, you know, you've, you've earned this, you've worked this hard. It's going to be an easy transition for you. And uh, that's only further given me greater confidence that this is going to be very seamless. And uh, so far it's been great. I'm really looking forward to, growing within this position uh, and the same time, hopefully bringing some of the expertise that I was able to use in other facets to the program. Uh, so we can just try to be the best we can be. Again, we're joined by Josh Jamison, University of Louisville men's basketball assistant coach here on the cards cast. And you mentioned recruiting. I've seen you out and about at some different events. We had a chance to chat a little bit at the Collins event out in Shelbyville uh, recently. Um, when you're out at these uh, AAU events and, you know, watching kids play, um, obviously you want to see guys who can, you know, get done what you need to do. They need to be able to score the ball, and, you know, the, the, the details of the game that are going to make them a success. But what are some of, some of the X factors that you might look for in a player that might make them stand out a little bit more than somebody else that can shoot well? Well, I think due to my understanding of how Coach Payne plans to coach and how we as a staff plan to develop players, it's important that we see a high work capacity. And by that, I mean the ability, some would might describe it a little easier as toughness or willingness to do the dirty work or the little things, but you have to love the game to play here. Uh, it's going to be the number one eliminator, if you can't say that you want to be pushed, then you're not going to be a fit here. 
because the entire philosophy is based upon we can achieve tremendous things as a team if the collection of individuals are all focused on continuous improvement. And that's what we're looking for is individuals. Yes, there has to be a certain skill level, Michael. There's no doubt. It would be unfair to, uh, to the athlete to bring them here if they didn't have the necessary skills to compete at this level. Beyond that, however, they have to display a, a certain degree of willingness to work beyond just the standard show up for practice. You know, that's not going to cut it. These athletes have to have a mindset of development, a mindset in which they understand that it will challenge them daily. And if that's not a challenge that they want to sign up for, the great thing about our staff and about KP is we will just politely decline. If you can, you can look us in the eye and say, my goal is not to be the best I can be, it's to get by then it's not a good fit. You know, and, and kind of on that note, obviously you guys are, I guess, started a little behind being a new staff. Obviously staffs that have been around have been working on the 23 class, 24 class, et cetera, a little bit longer uh, as a unit. Um, obviously you've been doing things at your other schools, but as a, as a whole for the University of Louisville, you know, you're starting a little behind the game. Um, in that, I guess, with, within that, uh, I guess, mindset, how have you said, you know, how would you say the reception has been, you know, from some of these top recruits that you guys are, are reaching out to that you're watching and things like that? I think there's been a great deal of excitement about what we're building here. And I feel like those that know the staff that's been put together, uh, Coach Smith from Duke has a pedigree as a player. Uh, winning a national championship, being part of some great staffs in terms of recruiting. Coach Manning, I mean, it's hard to find anyone with a resume like that as a player and then as a coach. Uh, and my experience with Coach Manning has been he's uh, every bit, you know, of the great coach and extremely hard worker that people had told me he was. And then with, with Coach Payne, I just don't understand how looking at somebody that's had a huge uh, group of athletes that have been successful from the collegiate level to the pro, and then the past two seasons being with the Knicks and seeing some of the individual improvement in their players as a result of, of coaches' hard work. I feel like these athletes realize what it is that can help prepare them for the next level and that that's all right here. Obviously before, you know, that we're talking the future there, but let's talk a little bit about the present. Obviously you've got some guys on campus now that you all are, are working with to gear up for the 22, 23 season. Um, and no matter what the sport may be, when you're transitioning from one coaching staff to another, that, that's, that's obviously going to be a difficult process. Um, from your perspective, how have these guys been handling that, that transition? I have really been impressed at the way these young men have have showed up to work each day and embraced the message that coach and the staff is communicating to them. They have brought hard work. It is it is tough. 
Michael. There's no sugarcoating it. It is difficult, the things that we're asking them to do on a daily basis to challenge themselves, and they have embraced it. I, I can't imagine uh, a group doing a better overall job of taking what's being uh, told to them and trying to put it into process. Obviously, you know, there, there's still some things in motion as, as far as finalizing the roster and things like that. But uh, um, when you look at, uh, I guess, the backcourt, that's certainly an area of focus right now. How has L. Ellis, I guess, progressed uh, since you guys have arrived? And, and do you think he's ready for a much larger role this year than, than he had in it previously? Oh, I certainly feel like L is working on his game. He's working on his leadership. Uh, he's showing up uh, every day to try to get better. And it's been a pleasure to watch him embrace this challenge. Uh, I, I wasn't, haven't been here before. I don't even pretend to know uh, a lot about the way things went last year or the few previous years, but I can tell you that L among the rest of the guys has, has risen to the challenge and, you know, he'll be ready. Before I let you go, um, one of the things Kenny Payne uh, mentioned uh, when during his introductory press conference, when he was announced as, as the next head coach is how important it would be to have his brothers, the former Louisville players that he, you know, have been such a big part of his life. Many of them there at that press conference. We've seen them around as in other events as well. Um, what's that, how's that relationship between you guys as a staff with Kenny Payne, as well as the assistants with that group and, and trying to, obviously, as he's talked about, elevating the University of Louisville basketball program back to the, you know, the championship expectations that everybody has for it. Well, Michael, we just want to embrace everyone that wants to be a part of the success that we plan to have here. And that group of former players, as someone that was at one school for a long time, you really come to understand the feeling someone gets from having spent their time competing for a university. And it's amazing to watch uh, these men, you know, that range in age really all over the place. I mean, it's from guys a, a year or two ago to meeting people in the community that played here 30 years ago and, and more. And it's just really fun to see, the connection that those uh, those former athletes have to each other um, and just have with the community. And we've, I mean, I love watching it because that's really what, what life is about, is about building relationships and being able to, to lean on others uh, in good and bad times. And that's what we want to be. We want you to believe that if if you were a Cardinal, uh, you are always a Cardinal and you're always part of this extended family. You know, there was a, a really cool thing, and obviously you won't be able to speak much about this, but one of the AAU events that was in Louisville just a few weeks ago, it was impressive. I was out there to cover a couple guys that, uh, that are being heavily recruited, and it was amazing to see how many former Louisville players just came out to flock to support their own and and to, I guess, show support for the school. And it was, it was something that hasn't seen in a while. So that, that's kind of a, just a little peek, I guess, of what's happening under, you know, since Kenny Payne has come here. But, uh, Josh, I appreciate your time. I know you're probably looking forward to seeing the Yum Center filled up for the first time uh, for game one next I, time as the season comes. I'm very, very excited, Michael. And if, if the reception continues uh, from the community, from the fans, 
I just know that we're going to, to build this all together and it's going to be very special for the city of Louisville and for this entire community. Again, that's Josh Jamison, University of Louisville men's assistant basketball head coach, joining us here in the Cards Cast. I know you got a busy week, so I appreciate your time, Josh. Thanks so much, Michael. You have a great day. You You too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again, thank you to Josh Jamison, University of Louisville men's assistant basketball coach, for joining us here in the Cardinal Authority podcast, the Cards Cast. Great stuff from him. Really looking forward to seeing how this, as we all are, seeing how this uh, program continues to press forward under the direction of new head coach Kenny Payne. So, and, and it's quite obviously a hectic time for them. Plenty of uh, things going on with the current team, with recruiting. Uh, so, again, appreciate uh, Coach Jamison's time for joining us here on the Cards Cast. Plenty going on, as I mentioned. You've got the top uh, NBA Top 100 camp coming up this week down in Orlando. As we reported here, Cardinal Authority Nolan Smith will be headed to Spain to watch DJ Wagner with Team USA in the FIBA World Championships. Um, so and we'll have as much as we can covered uh, here at Cardinal Authority as we have. We've covered EYBL, 3SSB, the Kentucky High School Showcase out of Collins in Shelbyville, Kentucky uh, recently. We've had it all covered. Um, only site locally, I believe, to do so. Um, you can continue to get uh, amazing coverage on all of the basketball recruiting that is happening here again at Cardinal Authorities. So make sure you stay tuned and keep clicking for all of that. Of course, football recruiting continues to, to fly around as well. The coaches are going on a vacation time, so no visits will be happening as they enter into a dead period. But there could be still some news, wink, wink, that uh, things could happen uh, this week or in the coming weeks. I would say you feel pretty confident that things are going to be happening over the next couple of weeks that are of positive uh, impact for the football program. Obviously the Cardinals adding offensive lineman Luke Burgess to the 2023 recruiting class, another top 500 commit in the class for the Cardinals, which ranks now number 14 nationally with 11 commitments in the fold. So we'll continue to cover that as well. And plenty of other news that continues to happen around Cardinal uh, the Cardinal Card Nation. So make sure you stick around to Cardinal Authority. For publisher Jody Demling, I'm Michael McCammon, and this has been the Cards Cast.